All right, here we go, man. Five, four, three, two, one. Yo, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Still Shit Podcast, Sports Edition. You know what I'm saying? This be your boys, Johnny and Jane Mo713. Yo, what's up, y'all? So we're gonna, you know, we're gonna just be talking about the NFL week two coming up. You know what I'm saying? How we have it, how we have it um set up. We're gonna first talk fantasy, and then we're gonna talk some sports books, you know what I'm saying? Betting, odds, all that stuff. So, man, you ready to get it started? Lego. All right, man. You up on deck. Go ahead. Okay. First, we got the fantasy football. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about the daily fantasy football. Last week, I played a couple teams. I won a couple dollars. And I want to give you guys a little bit of insight on who I picked on there. And I'm also going to just give you guys the one team that I picked from this week instead of giving you guys the rundown on all the teams that I gave you, like, I mean, all of the uh players I gave you last week, which was the beginning of the season one. Now we're in the season and I'm picking teams. I'm just going to tell you guys which one, which team I'm picking and which players. But you know, I always have to have a little tidbit on why I do what I do and how I do it. And in this week, I focused on some specific games. And in those games, I knew that it would be a lot of mismatches, that certain teams wouldn't be able to perform or keep up with that other team. So I may have picked a few players from multiple players from one team and that's the reason why is because I feel like that team is going to just dominate the other team which honestly in my opinion it hardly ever happens like that but I, that's my thought going into this week and with that being said one of the games that I focus most on this week and it's a homer game you can say I must focus on the Texans I'm probably just get a fucking Texans shirt right by at this point because I'm going to find a way to put them in every week's show I'm going to get but you a Texas jersey. said, the Texans versus the Broncos at 325 Central in Denver. Up at the mile high, right? It's going to be up there with a lot of elevation. Texas came off of a, a five-quarter football game when they fucking tied last week against the Colts. And I feel like their defense showed me that they're playing a lot of zone defense in Houston. They, like, try to get after the quarterback and play zone and stop the run. And I just feel like Russell Wilson, that's my quarterback this week. This week, I feel like he's going to have a great game. For one, he's coming off of a loss. He's the type of person that takes that type of stuff personal. He's not much of an outspoken guy, but if you give him a chance to speak, he'll speak very clearly and get his point across. And I feel like after a loss, he has a point. He has a chance to speak. Bring his receivers together and get them together because, you know, just more continuity and chemistry will get them all on the same page. But he's my quarterback for this week. I feel like he's going to throw a few touchdowns. I feel like he can possibly run in one, but I do feel like he's going to throw for a lot of passing yards in that zone defense that the Texans are going to play pretty much all year. So him being my uh, my uh, excuse me, him being my quarterback, mm-hmm. I also when I pick a quarterback, if I can, I like to – pair my quarterback with a receiver. Okay. And in this in this instance, I paired Cortland Sutton. I picked Cortland Sutton. I could have picked Jerry Judy. It was one of the two. Like, they probably like A and 1A. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 1 and 1A. Gotcha, gotcha. But I picked Cortland Sutton for one because of his productivity throughout his career. Yeah. Like, Jerry Judy is not known for getting touchdowns. He's known for getting a lot of yards with no touchdowns. Matter of fact, his touchdown he got last year was the first one he got since his rookie season, which was two seasons ago. So like Wow, I- so he's a yardage production he's a yardage producer, but when it comes to like, you know, punching it in, sudden. He's not 
really gonna he's not really gonna get that done. Gotcha. So I picked Cortland Sutton. Like, you know, the, the chemistry that him and Russell Wilson gonna build it, I feel like it's gonna be pretty good and amazing. I feel like Russell Wilson's job with Jerry Judy is to help him grow up. I feel like it with Cortland Sutton is to get his shit right. Like they to, you know, to get themselves to get to that's his guy, like, come over here and we're gonna ball out. True enough, true enough. All now, right. another wide receiver I picked was Allen Robinson. Now, I have a fucking elephant brain. And in my elephant brain, I remember last year when Odell Beckham had his game one against whoever they had, and they didn't play as well, and he didn't get that involved, right? And coach didn't say nothing out loud, but the next game he came out, and they just went to Odell Beckham off the rip and very often throughout that game. And he came after the game and said, I told Odell I apologized to him after the game and told him, my bad, bro, you got too much talent for me to have you just on this field not doing nothing. I got you next game, I promise you. And I feel like the same thing happened with Allen Robinson last week. He only had one catch for 12 yards. So I feel like him being not as involved in the offense, the offense being directed fucking 85%, it feels like the Cooper Cup in the passing game, mm-hmm. and them losing by fucking 21 points, it'll make me think that he went to Allen Robinson and was like, we're going to need you this week, man. Like, we're going to need you this season, man. So I picked Allen Robinson, not just on that. He's a, a superior, not superior. He's a very good wide receiver. He had good yards in Jacksonville when fucking you had nobody over there to even get good yards with. And he had good yards, good touchdowns, tall receiver, run good routes, catch real good. I feel like this will be his week. And my third wide receiver was Brandon Ayuk. Now, I picked him last week, and he didn't do much for me, but I didn't suspect it to be as thick as it was in water outside in Chicago last week. Yeah. So... He didn't do as much, but what he is is he's a baby Debo, Debo Samuel. That's literally what he is. He catch the ball. He run the ball. He's their number two receiver. They need someone else to throw the ball to. Who's that number one receiver? Debo Samuel. Especially oh yeah, yeah. With, uh, I keep forgetting because you know they how how they how they gone how they use Debo Samuel as a duel. But yeah. go ahead. But with George Kittle being out again, he's not officially out. He's questionable, but he hadn't practiced in eight days, so he's not gonna play. So I feel like Brandon Ayuk could be a big part of this game when they I forgot who they're playing against but we'll get into that but they're playing against the uh, Seattle Seahawks yeah it's a divisional game I feel like that Brandon I you could have a pretty good week ahead now my running back my running back was Antonio Gibson from uh, the commanders yeah multiple reasons right the commanders are playing against Detroit Detroit is a gun running gun team they're gonna let you run the ball they're gonna let you score they're gonna let you move the ball they just expect them to get the ball and move the ball when they get it. That's their job. That's their way of winning this week. I mean, whatever week. I guess they're going to win since I said that. But you have Ron Rivera over there still who loves to run. You got Carson Wentz over there who you damn near have to run the ball with. And Antonio Gibson had a lot of production last week. He got He's a pretty good running back. He get good yards. He catch the ball out the backfield. So I feel like that will give him a good chance of being productive against Detroit. With Ron Rivera knowing Detroit wants to score the ball a lot, he's going to run the ball and slow the game down. He's no, I can't get in the shootout with Carson Wentz. So I feel like one of his biggest things would be to slow the game down. Mm-hmm. Now, my second running back is Josh Jacobs. I got Josh Jacobs from LV, the Las Vegas Raiders. They're playing against Arizona, the, the Cardinals, this week. And obviously, I don't, I'm not, I don't think very highly of the Cardinals, especially not their defense. And... And Josh Jacobs is the star running back over there 
They have three great pass catchers, a pretty good running back. I say great. I just hate using that word like that. They have three real good pass catchers <laughs> and mm-hmm. one great and two real good pass catchers mm-hmm. and a pretty good quarterback. And one thing you have to do to open up the pass game is run the ball. You mm-hmm. have to run the ball. But the defense is going to have to pull back and focus more on the pass game, which will leave, if you're a smart coach, got to run the ball, nigga. Run the ball, nigga. Mm-hmm. Make them pull the guys up. To stop the run, then when they do that, you play action and get it out and get what you got going. So my tight end this week, I know I'm going through it kind of fast. Tight now you good? Go ahead, go on. It's Hunter Henry. Wow, Hunter Henry? Yes, man. Okay. And the reason I picked him for one, a lot of times I'm now I'm dealing with DraftKings, so it's a salary cap. So sometimes once I get to certain positions, I can only afford certain things. And tight end is a it's, you're not going to get very much production out of every tight Like If I could afford Kyle Pitts, I would have got Kyle Pitts because I think he's going to have a great week. But Hunter Henry, Mac Jones, offense, they don't really have much to go to. I guess I'm just rolling the dice and betting on that. That's my uh, theory for picking Hunter Henry. Was literally and then the, Pittsburgh kind of hurt a little bit. so That for sure hurt. And then I got, that's my flex player, I got Terry McLaren. McLaurin, I'm sorry. All right, Terry McLaurin with yeah, the commanders. I got Terry McLaurin. I feel like, of course, he's a great receiver. Now, he's a guy I can't say he's heading towards greatness. He's doing his thing over there at the commanders. And Carson Wentz is a very – like, he's a guy, and I remember this when he was with Philadelphia. He gets locked in on a guy. When he loves a guy, he throwing you that ball 10, 11, 12 times in one game. Mm-hmm. And I know that Terry McLaurin already been a good receiver, been able to get away from – People and catch the ball real good. He's gonna give guys fits with being able to get the ball that many times this year. So he's gonna be my flex this year. And on the defense, I got the Broncos. Now the Texans' offense last year week scored 20 points. They had 20 points at halftime, and they scored zero points in the second half and zero points in overtime. So I don't have much faith in the Texans' offense as far as scoring touchdowns. They may get field goals. They may score a touchdown or something. But I, I just, right now at this point, I feel like Denver can keep them low at points with them being in the elevation and having them rotating guys as many times as they would have to, not having as much depth as you, as you need to really do that type of rotation. It's going to hurt them. Like I say, Russell Wilson, I feel like it's going to do good, which will put a lot of pressure on the offense to put it in Davis Mills' hands, and they might get a turnover or two this week. So that's my fantasy team for this week. But to, for – uh. For a note, just to say, I did pick Carson Wentz last week on my team. Mm-hmm. Him, Cardero Patterson. I know Cardero Patterson. And he Saquon did well. Barkley were my three top guys on my winning team. So he did last well for Sunday. You. Yeah, they did very well for me. Saquon Barkley ran for 164 yards. Yep. And he caught like three or six passes. Yep. So he did real good for and he ran for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, man, why you ain't have Saquon Barkley as one of your uh, running backs? I know it's the cap and all that because you know they got because the Giants have to play against the Carolina Panthers, and the Carolina Panthers really didn't do well against the run with the uh, with the with the Cleveland Browns in Week One. They pretty much like that's the, that was that was the motherfuckers who beat them. So, well, you can't judge that Cleveland got probably the best running game in the league. A dual so threat. Like, they got a and y'all there. did good compared to what they did. Yeah, like. Pretty much blown coverages and, you know, Baker Mayfield doing what he's doing. I just, Saquon, it would be a good fit, but the money problem. Mm. Him and Antonio Gibson and and Josh Jacobs, they are very cheap compared to him. 
Like yeah. I had probably a hundred dollars left, so I wouldn't be able to. I would have to go rearrange three or four spots to go get them. Okay. Now I got another team to pick that I already paid for the ticket. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I have to pick the team, and Saquon might go on there, especially okay. after. That's why I like to pick a team, and then we had these conversations, so I get more insight and more, you know, thought on what I should do going into my second teams because I usually pick like three or four teams. Okay. I'm only going to talk about the winning ticket, though, because nobody wants to hear about a loser, right? No, no. <laughs> that, that concludes the fantasy football, man. If, you know, check out my, my shit. You know, y'all got y'all's posted. Let us see them. We're going to interact with you guys. We just want to see what y'all got going on. All right, then. So I guess it's my turn. I'm up. All right. Let go. All right, here we go, man. Shit, here goes the betting odds and what, like, whatnot. I'm going to kind of, like, you know, I'm going to narrow these down into three sections. One's going to be the spread. The other one's going to be money line. And the other one's going to be total. All right. So let's go with these spreads right here. I've been looking at some of the, um, I've been looking at the sports books and some of these spreads are ridiculous. So we're going to go with the first one right here. The Atlanta Falcons versus the LA Rams. They got the spread set at 10, giving the points to the Falcons. Now I'll be careful with this one. I think that the Falcons are not going to really get, Roasted like that by the LA Rams, but then the Rams are coming off of a loss, a disappointing loss. Not a bad loss. Well, what would you consider? Was it a bad loss? Because Buffalo burnt these niggas, like roasted them. So they coming off. You got Super Super Bowl aspirations. You're not supposed to get down Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So, real talk, the safe bet on that is I would take the points with the Rams. That's a lot of fucking points right there. I really don't think that the Falcons are that bad of a team like that because how they did New Orleans. But New Orleans got some questions around them that I really have to go and look at that. But anyways, on that spread right there, that spread is way too much. I would actually roll with the Falcons. The Rams will beat the Falcons, but I don't think by that much. I don't think by that much. I really, I don't know. I just don't think by that much. So anyways, on the safe bet, I'll go with the Atlanta Falcons on that 10-point spread because I feel that's an insult. That's a smack in the face right there. (laughs) All right, next game right here. Also, I think is another insult, Houston, Texas versus the Denver Broncos. um, The point spread set at 10. They're giving the points to the Texans. Now, how you already said it, you know, they go into mile high and all that, right? But the Denver Broncos, they kind of play like, I don't know how I would describe their performance when they were playing against the Seahawks. They were the favorite to go up in there. I bet even all the commentators from all the sports media shows were saying that they was going to beat them like that, you know what I'm saying, with this point spread given. I feel that the Texans have a good enough defense to keep the Broncos honest. I don't think that the Broncos are going to beat them double digits. The Broncos can win. That all depends on the Houston Texans offense, but I really, but I feel that the, I feel that because of the, because of the defense, they're gonna keep them honest. I wouldn't take that fucking point spread. If you're going for the point spread, go with the Texans, not the Broncos. The Broncos might win, but that's not a good money line game. I'll say, but they're gonna keep. But I think the Texans. Why are you? Because I saw the head. I saw the head shake. I need to. I need to ask, man. Why you think so? What's up? Texans cannot score. They can't. No, I watched the game last week. They got up. They did good. They uh, defense played good. Got them some uh, turnovers. They got some short fields. Davis Mills made some real good passes for touchdowns. But other than that, they couldn't do shit. They couldn't even move the ball, bro. After the um, after the second, after the, like um, going into the second half, or just whole game. Second half. Okay, cool. So they're not a second half team. They kind of like they kind of like play preser- They they kind of like play conservative. 
when easy they, to figure out. I think they got figured out by second half. Okay, but still, honestly, in my heart, I feel that the Texans can keep this Broncos offense honest. The big on the Broncos gonna win, but I don't think by like more than ten. I really don't think so. I don't think that. So, anyways, another game right here. That's not that many spread games, but I feel like you know some of these spreads are ridiculous. You know what I mean? And I just feel like you know teams gonna keep like these teams gonna keep these teams honest. So these spreads really won't be too good and stuff like that. But if you want to go for like some good spreads, one good spread would be the New York Jets versus the Cleveland Browns. The point spread is set at six point five, given to the Jets. Now. The Jets haven't really shown me anything last week for me to be like, yeah, man, not these points. So that would be a good point spread to go with. Go with Cleveland Browns with that six point five. I really do feel that Cleveland could beat them by a touchdown. Um, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a game. Their defense is actually okay. That going that's gonna keep this Jets team un, at, at bay. So Joe Flacco don't don't really know. I'll go with the Cleveland Browns with that spread right here. Another spread that's kind of weird for me right here, but. It might be a good game. This could be this could be a good money line game too. Miami versus Baltimore. Point spread set at three point five. The points are given to Miami. Miami's good. That's my I think that's my sleeper team right there. I'm not gonna say that beast, but they're good enough. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then Baltimore. Let's just see what Baltimore can do with a team that's like you know like the like the Miami Dolphins. But I really do feel like Baltimore could possibly get this win over three point five. I kind of really. I, 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 I got that feeling. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? That's why I have it in a money line game as well. But we're going to get to the money line games. And then one more game that I'm looking at that's possibly a good spread game would be the Indianapolis Colts versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Point spread set at three. The points are given to the um to the Jags. Um, let's just – okay, I noticed almost all these teams that got new quarterbacks, like Carolina with Baker Mayfield – Russell Wilson with the Denver Broncos, Indianapolis Colts with Matt Ryan. Uh, it takes, um, it took the, it, I guess it takes these, um, these quarterbacks to like get used to this new off to the new offense that they're like you know that they're dealing with. I really do feel Matty Ice is going to go in there. They're going to beat the Jags. The Jags are still trying to figure out themselves. They're still trying to find their identity. So that would be a good spread right there. You know, take those three points with the with the Colts. Take them points. Take those points. They are real good right there. Um, and other than that, those are my those are my spread games right there. Oh yeah, another game right here. No, you know what? I was gonna say Cincinnati Bengals versus the Dallas Cowboys. The point spread set at seven. But the thing about it is, it all depends on Dallas offense <laughs> if they can get anything going. But Cincinnati's defense is not like the Tyler Bowles Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. So let's just see where it goes on this one. You know what I'm saying? They were out there starting quarterback. Like, Dallas is without Dak Prescott. So they're going to rely heavily on the run game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, It's just that that spread. That spread. Like, I could feel the Cincinnati can beat them. But Dallas got that. But Dallas got a got, got, got a, a, a okay defense. To where if Joe Burrow fucks up like how he did in his first game with the Steelers. It can be a disaster. It can be a disaster for it can be a disaster for, for 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 Cincinnati. But with them points, I'll go with Dallas on those points. I'll just go with Dallas on those points, not for money line, not for money line at all. So that's about it right there on the spreads. So now let's get to the juicy shit, the money line games. Right, my first money line game is Miami Dolphins versus Baltimore Ravens. Miami Dolphins is the underdog in this one. 
I really do feel like Miami has something to prove to this league and shit like that. Getting that win over the Baltimore Ravens, even though they got the win over the the New, the New England Patriots, but I always said, I told you this statistically, Patriots just do not do well in Miami. They don't. The record itself shows, even with under even under Bill Belichick, the record shows that they don't do well in Miami. So this would be Miami's chance to show the NFL nation that we are here. You know what I mean? They got a, they got a good they got a good squad right there that can actually go up against the, the Ravens and whatnot. So let's just see what they do, and and also they actually have a good defense. So let's just see if J- Lamar Jackson don't make too many mistakes. Lamar Jackson might be on the ground more than throwing in the air. So. And what you think Tua's gonna be doing? Tua's gonna be throwing. <laughs> Tua's gonna be throwing like Tua's not no runner, or is he a runner? I'm saying, as far as his pass rush, the Baltimore defense. You think Baltimore just gonna be sit back there? No. Tua throw the ball? No, no. They're gonna come at him too. They're gonna come at him too. But I just felt honest that about that this is a game. I'm not saying that they're gonna win. It's a good money line game bet. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that, hey, they might win it, but they got something to prove. They have to prove themselves. And getting that win on the Baltimore Ravens with that stout defense and that crazy explosive offense with Lamar Jackson, like, leading that shit, come on. that Like, that's a good money line game right here. So um, that could be a good money line game for you guys to, like, you know, try to gamble and try to win some money. You know what I mean? Um, the money line is kind of set. Well, this is going with um, with DraftKings. The money line is kind of set for Miami at plus one fifty five. So it's whatever. The next money line game right here. <laughs> I know you're gonna kind of laugh at me, but it's Carolina Panthers versus the New York Giants. Carolina Panthers are the um, underdogs in this one. I kind of do feel how I saw, and this is not me as a fan. How as I how I saw the Carolina Panthers was actually getting back into the game. They were making some crazy mistakes. They were making some crazy mistakes. And besides, the first touchdown that the that the Cleveland Browns got on the Panthers was a mistake. It was a P.I. that was right there in the end zone. And I'm like, fuck, whatever. And pretty much, if you would take away that P.I., I don't think that the, the, the Cleveland Browns would even won. But anyways, Carolina Panthers, they just got to... F- they gotta they gotta iron out some wrinkles and stuff like that. And the Giants are still unproven to me. They're still unproven. They gotta prove themselves with this one. I really do feel that this is a good money line game with the Panthers and whatnot. You know, yeah, my fault about that. I really do feel this is a good money line game with the Panthers and whatnot. So that can be a good gamble. Another good money line game to me. What you think about this? I'm gonna ask you this question. What you think about this? Washington Commanders versus Detroit Lions. Then the Commanders I think are that's a pick 'em game. That's a pick 'em game. You know what? It's so narrow with the with the money line. I really do feel that it's a pick 'em game right there. I really do feel like that. Also, another money line game that I feel right here can be. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh yeah, this is a definitely money line game right here. It's a Monday night football game, too. Minnesota Vikings versus the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Minnesota Vikings are the other underdogs. And I'm like, yeah. That's like a, that's a given money line game. That's a given right there. Pick the Vikings. I'm sorry. Pick those Vikes. I don't know. I don't know. Just pick the Vikings on this one, man. Yeah, that's a great money line game. I ain't even got to explain why. <laughs> Just do that. I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. And that's not mean money line games. And also another money line game right here. No, no. I look at Cincinnati versus Dallas. Don't do that. That's not a money line game at all. Don't even try to go for that one. 
Another good money line game right here can be Seattle versus the San Francisco 49ers. That can be a good money. No, that's not a good money line game. Why? I'm asking you, please. Seattle not going to win that game. Why you say that? Oh, well, statistically, like historically, Seattle basically beats them in Seattle, right? Not in San Francisco, right? Yeah, but their history just left. <laughs> yeah, I know he went to Denver right there. You right, you right, you right. True that, true that. And also, just another money line game. That could, yeah, another money line game. No, that's not a money line game. That's the one being money line game. So pretty much that's all the money line games that I have set up right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not telling y'all who to pick, but you know, do your research, do your diligent, um, do your um, due diligence, and and feel what y'all have, and feel like what y'all can do. And for the totals, the over and the unders, right? Let me see what. This we got right here. Y'all feel like y'all y'all do that on your own right there, man. I didn't do enough research on the over and unders. I'm gonna just be honest. So basically, that's all I got right there for the spreads and the money lines. Um, this these matchups right here ain't ain't touching like how how last week touched. You know what I'm saying? The only exciting game that really happened this week ha- just happened Thursday night. So basically, that's about it for the sports bets right there. We got anything else for the people, man? That's the NFL talk. That's the NFL talk. And um right now, I guess just just for the closer, uh oh yeah, I might as well just post this tonight. Tonight gonna be the Canelo Alvarez versus like Triple G fight. Um I'm team Triple G. I thought you were about to sing the national anthem. Which 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 national anthem? The one they sing at the football game. Uh nah, I'm not gonna do that. My dad talked. My my dad said you don't have to sing if you don't want to. Like you don't have to stand if you don't want to. This is way before Colin Kaepernick, man. My dad, I'm like, I like, I remember one time me, and my dad was watching the Super Bowl. This was Green Bay versus Denver, and the national anthem is being played. And you know, I'm hyping shit like that. I'm watching football with my dad. You know what I'm saying? Like I got money on the line and shit. And you know, I'm a little asshole. I decided to stand for the damn national anthem. I look at my dad. My dad. Recline on the couch like a motherfucker while whoever's singing is singing. And I'm like, you ain't gonna stand for the national anthem? And he told me this. He's like, nigga, I fought for this country. I ain't gotta stand for shit. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, that's about it. That's our show right there. You know what I'm saying? Um, y'all y'all keep rocking with us, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, we're gonna do we're gonna be bigger and better. We're gonna do bigger and better things with 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 this with this segment, with with this with this sports talk and all that um we just had to just get something wrapped up for you guys you know what i'm saying uh don't forget to follow us on on our instagram at steer the ship you can follow me on my instagram at mr johnny Wood. you can follow jmo on his instagram at mr j at, at, at jmo 713 and that's about it guys yeah i'm a working man so i gotta get ready for work all right guys all right man y'all have a good one thank y'all for rocking with us peace <laughs>